Films with Women in My Life Marvel Minis series. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hi. And tonight we are reviewing Captain America The Winter Soldier, the second Captain America movie. We had a second Thor movie yesterday, and uh, if you heard our thoughts on that, they were not many, but uh, hopefully we have some more on this one. (laughs) After the cataclysmic events in New York with the Avengers, Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, lives quietly in Washington, D.C., trying to adjust to the modern world. But when a S.H.I.E.L.D. colleague comes under attack, Steve becomes embroiled in a web of intrigue that threatens to put the world at risk. This is also the first movie directed by Anthony and Joe Russo. They will direct several more movies in the series, uh, some of the most popular ones and some of the biggest ones as well. So this is one to keep an eye on. Nicole, what do you think of Captain America Winter Soldier? I'm hoping that I redeem myself a little bit with Mama K here, but what a breath of fresh air to this <laughs> series of movies. After <laughs> Thor one, 2, anything, what is a breath of fresh air? Oh my god. This one has the right amount of action in it. This one has the right amount of new characters and old characters combining with them to make it understandable. I get overwhelmed when we try to bring in all these new people and I haven't had a chance to like understand the others. So I think they have a really good balance in this of, you know, bringing in some more important people as well as still evolving uh, stories of others. Like we, we, we get Natasha in this one a lot, which I really like the connection of her and, Captain America in this. I like the, how they work together. And it brings up a lot of questions for me about someone in particular. And I think that you know who that is. Uh, are you talking about Bucky? No! Nick Fury! About? Oh, Nick Fury. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of questions. You've always had I have questions. so which... many questions about Nick Fury. And this one just really like salts my wounds with it like i'm like come on tell me the answers is he bad or is he not i don't know what to think about i feel like most people don't suspect nick fury and and then now that you're bringing all this to attention because you suspected him of being crooked in in avengers and now this one it's all about what whose side is nick fury on for a lot of it i mean they set it up really good for me to feel this way i feel like i can't tell if nick fury brought all this upon everyone or if he had no idea i don't know who's behind it i don't know like i don't know what it is and that's pretty awesome you know that it's not just splayed out for me even though you know that i hate suspense like this but i know you're constantly telling me is he just just tell me if he's i'm like no we have <laughs> we have 15 more movies to explore these ideas but, <laughs> but no this one really has like i said some great action some great new characters you know in a sense bucky coming in and we learn his story of what happened to him you know, he got frozen or whatever the same time that Captain America did. And just to see how horrible his life has turned out to be, mm-hmm. you know, the perspective is really interesting. I I really liked this one. So I, we both did not like Captain America, the first Avenger. We did not, neither of us did. Um, and this one is great. This is so much better. Uh, you can't start with this one because you need, like, a lot of the, the good stuff is Captain America adjusting to the world as it is. I like his fish out of wateriness. The, the same kind of stuff that I like with Thor. Uh, you have this big, strong, powerful guy, and he doesn't know what's going on fully. It makes it more fun and enjoyable, and we root for him. And then once he figures things out, it's it's much better. Sorry to cut you off, but isn't it interesting that we don't that Bucky doesn't need that time to settle in? 
Well, does he? I mean, what do you think of Bucky as his character? We don't get a lot of him in this one as, as a person, um, but we we learn he's he's a tool of, and we haven't really said the main big bad in this is Hydra. Hydra has returned from the old Captain America movie. Uh, they've been slowly uh, taking over Shield from the inside, and several of their key people, including uh, Jasper Sitwell, who we've seen, he's the bald guy uh, throughout the different movies. He's uh, he's been compromised. The direct the security director Alexander Pierce. Uh, Robert Redford's character is a big, big bad. You know, we get we get Brock Rumlow. Uh, he he's another agent that's been compromised. So a lot of different mm-hmm. people that we've kind of been sprinkled in and out, and some new people as well are are covert Hydra. What do you think of what do you think of Hydra's involvement, and what do you think of Bucky in this as the as the Winter Soldier? If these people of Shield are genuinely not aware of Hydra being involved, I feel really bad for them. I feel really bad for. Natasha I feel really bad for Captain America and I feel really really bad for Bucky because at this point he doesn't have a chance to defend himself because you know like we've seen in the movie whenever they're done with him for whatever fight was necessary they just put him back into the, the freezer and right. take him back out when they need him he doesn't have a chance to you know saturate himself in the current times like captain america has so there's no wonder he's so in, only interested in fighting no wonder he doesn't understand what's going on and trying to and when captain america you know tries to explain to him what's going on why why would he ever listen he's so confused every time he comes out of that shell of what what's happening and he's been trained just to to fight yeah, I guess you were more with Mama K than in your empathy for Bucky. I don't have a lot of empathy for Bucky. I don't really care about Bucky because I didn't like him in the first one. And there's no development here other than he's been through the shit for the past 50 years. But he's also killed a lot of people, you know, and yeah, done not, so. He's a, he's not a tool. Because, well, he's not because he wants to. It's because Hydra has, has forced him to. No, I know. It's not his fault. But, like, when, when uh, and we we get introduced here to Sam Wilson as well, who later becomes Falcon, uh, another member of the Avengers. But uh, when he says to, to Cap, you know, you, there might not be any saving him. Like, we, I don't think there's, I don't know if we can just, and that's, that's his Achilles heel, uh, Steve Rogers. He won't kill Bucky. He won't do it. He won't, like, mm-hmm. it's his old friend. It doesn't matter if he's trying to kill him and if he's been doing all these horrible things for years. It doesn't matter. Like, even if, I think even if he wasn't brainwashed, he would still try to save him. Like, well, even I think if, that's the character that they're trying to portray Captain America to be is, it is. wholesome and, you know, he's not going to turn his back on his friends. Yeah, and it's my least favorite part about Captain America is his thing with Bucky. I wish, I wish he would just do what had to be done. Later on, it's fine. I because- hope that Bucky, if if he becomes recurring, I really hope that Bucky can get out of the funk of Hydra and can actually understand that where he is and who Captain America is. Like, I think that would be awesome. Because he's really strong. He's really powerful. Bucky has roles in the future ones, so we're not done with him yet. I won't say what happens to him, but he's, he's not done. Um... Yeah, I the thing is, even despite his Bucky heel, I I learned to like Steve Rogers. I learned to like Steve Rogers in this one. I respected him and admired his his stick to itiveness and his his value system in the first couple of appearances he has. This is the one where I start to like him as a guy. Like he starts to be like, ah, he's 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 not the he's not a total square old fuddy duddy. Like he's mm-hmm. kind of someone you could talk to. Real so. quick, what do you at this point? I know that you already know, but if you were looking at it through my eyes, do you think that Nick Fury is shady? 
I still don't. I just uh, try. I don't know if it's because it's the meta knowledge of Samuel Jackson, but like, I just believe he. I believe him. Like, I. I mean, there's the, no way that he got injured and practically died on that table from whatever happened to him. I can't remember right now. But yeah, the after the the car, the car. Oh yeah, chase, yeah, that whole fucking thing. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah you hated that. <laughs> <laughs> because it's more destruction to American soil, and it's bothering me. <laughs> I know you. Hate, uh, at the end, when they blow up the helicarriers, I'm like, oh, look at all that destruction. You're like, this isn't really bothering me. I'm like, oh, so you only care when like cars on Main Street are getting blown up because that's yeah, because well, that's where you live. DC. You could well, you you live on a regular street and you don't want your car, <laughs> but but. You don't live on a helicarrier in the sky, so right. that, that's all detached. It doesn't matter. Right, but just for the fact that he was so badly injured, and we and we see him die, and all of a sudden at the end of the movie, he's back and he's fine, walking around with just a sling on his arm. Like that is so irritating to me. What underlying things are going on where he was healed faster, or it was a ruse? Like I don't eh, know. They got. What they the got. F- I don't know. Stuff. You know, they Ugh. got powers, shield, technology. I don't know. It, no, yeah. meanwhile, Happy was in a coma for however long in Iron Man. Yeah, I know. It's not That's consistent bullshit. from movie to movie. What, well, ha- Happy is just not as uh, high up as as the director of S.H.I.E.L.D., but, you know. Uh, we're going to get to Mama K's question to this one. She really likes this movie, and uh, her question is simple. Is it superhero movie or a classic spy film? That's kind of a pretentious question, I think. But mm. uh, um, <laughs> there, I mean, there are definitely the superhero Marvel elements in here. I understand the spot, but it is a lot more, like, mystery. Like, a little, like, who's on whose side and who's, like, you know, what's really going on here. But I don't know. What do you think of that? Uh, it could definitely lean towards spy film, but I think that they do a good job of implementing just that little bit of superhero powers of the fighting in in the air, you know, and having like premonitions of what's going on in the whole system. A lot of it is luck. I mean, they fucking mm-hmm. found that computer guy. Yeah, Arnim Zola, the old uh, one of the old uh, members. Yeah, of Hydra I mean, if they never didn't the find day. that, then they would have never been able to have this movie. They're so. kind of they're kind of led there, though, you know, like through, when they're in like the Apple Store, and they, you know, they, they, they Fury kind of sent them on the. Oh, on I the, like that. Oh, we're going on our honeymoon. Where? Uh, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> this has um, got some good good uh, moments of that kind of stuff too. They get better at the at the mixing like the humorous regular. Oh, I'm all about dry humor and puns, like, yeah. especially with this stuff because it, you know it's supposed to be like action packed and real serious and and crazy, but then the little fun elements just bring it make it humanized. So um, I'm still gonna call it a superhero movie. But that's a good question. And we're pretty much at the end here. And the, before we do our recommends, there's a mid-credit scene where we see another member of Hydra on the far-off land, Baron Wolfgang von Strucker. And uh, he, after Hydra is defeated in this movie, he's like, oh, there's more Hydra around. <laughs> and he's got two uh, He's got two subjects, two test subjects in a like energy cage. Some freaky little people. <laughs> yeah, one has superhuman speed and the other has telekinetic powers. We're going to learn more about them in a few movies. But, Nicole, would you recommend Captain America the Winter Soldier? Yeah, even if he weren't following along with Marvel itself, it, it has elements, of course, that pertain to other movies, but... But it's still an interesting movie to watch in itself with how the uh, finding of Hydra within the system unfolds. You know, I don't think that it's necessary to watch everything if you wanted to just enjoy this. I think you could. 
Yeah, this isn't a recommend for me. This is a, a I don't. Lo- this is a very beloved one. This is like a top five for a lot of people. It's not quite there for me by the end of the series, but uh, it's top half. I do like this one, and it's a big improvement for a lot of our characters. Um, yeah, uh, only, only pretty much only good things to say about this one. So mm-hmm. we recommend this one, and on next to a totally new batch of heroes, Guardians of the Galaxy. Have so. we just dis- have we? disagreed on anything yet not heavily um okay, maybe we'll some rankings so so yeah we have we, we've been fairly on the same page so far which is interesting i we have, we don't discuss these beforehand whether we like them or not so we're not yeah, like not really. like no we don't we don't really i mean i could tell when she really doesn't like something i could tell <laughs> but um yeah see thor three or two or yeah whatever. when i was sitting there thor two it's very apparent she was not enjoying this but uh no we don't talk about this beforehand so this is this is yeah this is fresh so we'll see what we think of guardians of the galaxy tomorrow thank you nicole for being on tonight yes till next time this is brendan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies <laughs>